0: Hello, welcome to Oral Hygiene. It is the podcast where we talk about educational, experimental, caught, documentaries, things like that. This is Matt with me today's Andrew Shearer Haldy.
1: Hi. <laughs> I, meant to, I meant to bring some up with you, man, because today's Roger Corman's birthday is 95. You went and you went and did a deep cut. You said Corman Rogers.
0: Yeah. He makes, that he is, makes- Makes the world's dullest films. Actually Andy Warhol did that for real though. So Empire. No, yeah, I know.
1: We didn't know much we, we didn't know that back then.
0: No, nah, Corman Rogers didn't touch Andy Warhol's Empire. What was it nine hours of the Empire State Building? Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> a yeah, static, no, uh,
0: not no, a static shot. It is technically moving, but uh it, you know, nothing's happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, this 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 really jogged my memory. I'd totally forgotten about that. Um we must have been, you know, like 11 years old or something like this making these, you know, one of our, some of our many SCTV inspired um, home videos where we played many different characters. Uh, Corman Rogers was a filmmaker that made the world's most boring movies. And he, the joke was he would describe these really awful things. And the punchline was um, he was a very like mellow dude, like really low key. And you're you as the interviewer would always do some asshole thing to make him have a heart attack.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's fine, but but you know the jokes. Really, I, I think the jokes and the concept, like you know, I was the paint was drying, and I I thought you know someone needs to capture this.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, he was, he was he was really kind of the uh, the Jack Handy or Bob Ross of filmmaking. Yeah.
0: Anyway, are you ready for some agony?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Quick turn of things. <laughs> oh, this is this is Highways of Agony, 1971, and this is just literally. Dead, wrecked cars and dead bodies after another, after another, after another. Um, the movie is poorly structured, though, because uh, it's driven by this. And so, you know, they're beholden to the random footage that they've got. Um, it is propelled by. You said he gets snarkier as the, as the thing goes. And I agree with that, the narrator. And also, the scary, you called it Carnival of Souls score. It's very gloom. Yeah.
0: I'd say but, it had the um, blood feast timpani.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was perfect. That was perfect. This, um, yeah, I wanted to see one of these. Uh, they are the highway or scare films, but not the drivers' that kind. Of like we watched, where that was more like also kind of a drug scare, even though it was about alcohol that we saw. Can't remember the name of it, but it was. It was the last prom. It, the last prom. Yeah. So I felt I was like, let's just do a a straight up and down one of these you know hardcore um driver's ed scare movies where it But i had no idea and if i'd known honestly dude i wouldn't have picked this one this is real dead people
0: yeah this is like fat past the faces of death that's that's the ohio yes. state patrol most of these films are made by the ohio state patrol it's like they were
1: really into that shit yeah they're, i've got, got a
0: Batman on their staff
1: yeah, they no, well, they what they do is they, they, they would employ freelancers. And a freelancer was a guy with a camera loaded with film. Phone might wake him up at 10 o'clock at night or something like that in the middle of the night. And they're like, hey, Jim, there's a wreck. It's really bad. Go check it out. And he would just go film. And they would let him. And sometimes they'd ask him for help. And they'd be like, hey, man, can you put down the camera?
0: Hey, there's people in the background. I know. That's how we're doing this now. She told me not to forget the dentist.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Never forget the dentist. <laughs> okay.
1: Or, part, or the dentist part two. Um, yeah. Yeah. He would get a call in the middle of the night sometimes, and they'd be like, you know, uh, there's an accident. Come film. Uh, highway patrol would would ask him over, and then sometimes, yeah, they they he'd be enlisted to have to help um, with the efforts if they needed an extra hand, but. um Sometimes what they saw was literally so horrible, they couldn't even film it.
0: Yeah, um, because we did Signal 30 a a few months ago, which is an earlier iteration of this. Also quite hardcore, but this one, I don't know. Yeah, I guess by the 70s, they had been gotten a little more emboldened.
1: So this is worse than Signal 30, which is usually the most notorious people's site. I
0: think because Signal 30, one, it does have a... uh, The narration is snarky throughout the whole thing for that one. <laughs> the guy is just like from the get-go, whereas this one at first I was like, "Oh, this guy is just like you know, he's a cipher." But uh then, then it does start coming through, uh, as I mentioned. So, I guess that's yeah. the only way you can respond to seeing like snuff footage over and over.
1: Yeah, no, you use the uh, the title "Faces of Death," and I totally agree. And that was the thing I thought about while watching this. Um. You know, in the in the 80s, phases of death became very, very popular. Um, and at one point they had to prove in court that most of their footage was faked because they were being charged with, you know, like snuff and exploitation and all this other stuff. Trafficking in snuff, you know, it was people getting busted for renting them. And uh, and then later there was the traces of death, um, which used like actual old newsreel footage of dead people set to metal music <laughs> that like a lot of a lot of metal heads and death metal heads would buy but this is the real i mean this is realer than faces of death man you
0: No, know, my my specific note here was is this like death death or just fake faces of death but um i was thinking I, I am hoping in one of those court cases that you know the producer stood up and said sir if exploitation is a crime consider me guilty <laughs>
1: Well, you know, on the one hand, you go like, okay, well, showing people this is really rough and it's a traumatizing experience. And yeah, maybe it will make people think uh, to be safer on the road. But on the other hand, you're going like, okay, so these people are dead. Some of these people were dying or dead. You mentioned the girl with the broken jaw who is kind of gasping for air. And that was awful.
0: It's like, Mm -hmm. hey, you're not helping her, are you? You're just filming her
1: well i mean the, the you I know the, he's probably trying to stay out of the way of the people yeah who are, but
0: exactly i mean what what would you actually do to help in, in that face. case anyway
1: yeah that was hard I, that was the worst i think for me watching it that particular thing um well
0: that's because most you, of the footage is someone that's <laughs> dead they're not moving where she's obviously having a bad
1: time yeah i know and uh, it uh, i think signal 30 used actual sounds of the dead people but weren't actually using the actual footage of it um I can't remember, but this was, yeah, it's a terrible thing. Like I, I kind of like, had I known, I don't think I would have picked it. I think I I got more than I was looking.
0: I got to put it on the uh, record that you suggested it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right now I'm saying like, I, if I'd known, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I didn't realize (laughs) that it was going to be real, but like you said, by 71, this was near the end of like that golden era of, of the safety film and whatnot so this is really when they became a little more um, influenced by um by verite right yeah and this so, film was
0: you know intent made to intentionally be traumatizing this film is supposed to traumatize you because they're showing it to you and drivers had to make you shit yourself
1: yeah 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 so but but just imagine you know by the time faces of death came out which is the middle 80s um, this thing had existed for over a decade. It's, yeah. it's kind of mind.
0: Oh, I like this note. I wrote, "This is how Eric Clapton died." <laughs> <laughs> at the down at the
1: crossroads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, there's a there's a, and I have to say they they don't show like heads and arms and stuff like that, like missing. You know, it could it could have been a lot more gruesome. I do believe. And the the camera people sometimes are like, oh, this is, there's no way, I can't even like look at it, let alone film it, you know?
0: Yeah, the bodies were more or less intact, I suppose, but when you need a jaws of life, it's still a pretty bad news time.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's one where um, the guy's uh, pinned; the wheel of the car is kind of behind his head, and it's pushed his his chin to his chest in a very like unnatural, definitely dead, neck broken position. And mm-hmm. when they kind of like lift the car, his head just it doesn't come off obviously, but it flops over and you're going like, uh I wanted so bad for it to be fake, but there's see, no way.
0: See, my, my brain does fortunately like tend to excise that footage. This happened with Signal 30 as well, where it's like I don't really specifically remember so many images. You know, shake hands with danger, accident report.
1: Yeah, I remember all of that. But <laughs> Was Shake uh, hands with Daniel Real. Uh, no, <laughs> okay. I'm trying to remember, you know. Well, it's because how you mentioned it in the context. I was like, wait, wait, wait.
0: Well, my <laughs> point is, those are you know, what those films are more like when we did Accident Report, also where it's all staged, and uh, it's it, that's more like watching a final destination movie, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. which those, I love, by the way. Yeah, because I've done movies... a podcast
1: on Final Destination.
0: <laughs> um, I do have to. Read the uh the song titles that I, I got out of here. We got the, the Megadeth song, uh seventeen thousand people dying of excessive speed. That's a yeah, good for your hair metal song and uh taken ahead in time to the end of your life. That's more like a Hawkwind song, I think.
1: <laughs> Read the description though that you put of the Hawkwind. There was a little more detail there.
0: Oh, see I have to scroll over then. This is is more like a Hawkwind song after Lemmy snorted too much coke. You <laughs> can see it, I, that
1: title on the back of a tour t-shirt.
0: though. Yeah, it's probably every uh, Hawkwind
1: song while he was in the band, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Be more specific, man. <laughs> yeah, but it, this is more than I bargained for, I have to admit. If If you are listening to this and you've never seen one of these and you're like, if I'm going to watch one, i'm gonna watch like the worst where would you put this though because i imagine you've seen a few where would this go for you in terms of like the worst i'm pretty much gonna go with this is probably the worst so far <laughs> it, that, i was sort of thinking if there's something worse than this i would not like to see that <laughs>
0: okay there there are there are some 60s ones actually last night i i almost sent you this message. Um, that I was going to replace this one today, but I was like, I already did the notes. I watched it only because I stumbled on a link of a um, driver's ed film directed by like Robert Altman in the fifties. So that that'll get done. But <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, that's, that's not last minute this time. And, and I, well, I thought you wanted the horrible gory one, which is what you got. And I had the feeling that probably wasn't one. It was just, Whoa, Robert Altman did that in the fifties. No, that's that's, trippy.
1: Yeah. That's a point of interest too. Uh, and I would love to see that because I've seen a whole lot of Altman.
0: But, yeah, I'm uh, hoping it's, it's like far- Nashville, but like the Nashville of safety videos.
1: Maybe hopefully shorter than that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, yeah, this this is um, I think for the yeah for the rubbernecker, uh, but also I think it'll be a, of interest to people that enjoy Mondo movies mm. um, because uh, you know Mondo is all based on or supposed real footage of things and stuff like that. And, and, uh, so this, I think belongs in there to the point where I, I, I need to look up. I have a book called, um, oh God, what is it called? The The cannibal one is meat is murder. What is the snuff one called? You there's don't have all your thing.
0: books behind you today. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I don't, I could have just looked right behind me, but there was one called, there's one about snuff movies yeah. and, and, uh, Snuff is, of course, you know, something that is for profit, and is is made where you kill somebody on camera. You know, it's a very specific definition of it, because uh, like the evening news or the show Cops isn't considered snuff, you know, or a video of someone, um, like a uh, Bud Dwyer, for instance, shooting himself on camera, um, that's not considered snuff. Um, but
0: Nick Cage is... makes some snuff films on eight millimeter.
1: Yeah, oh, that's a good movie, man. It uh, it, it uh, this to me though is as close as one's gonna get, um, because I di- I have seen Face of Death and it is super fake, super phony. There's maybe only one or two things that are taken from newsreel. So yeah, why worse. why
0: why is war footage not a snuff film then? Because now it's exactly. condoned. It's
1: you can murder yeah. people in this case. It's fine. Uh, no, it's, it's footage of something else going on. And it's not for profit. you know. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Snuff is... Um, well, there's that movie the Finleys made called Snuff. And at the end, it was supposedly a real Snuff movie scene that you're about to see. But it was, of course, totally fake. And they used it to sell the movie. But anyone would get arrested if they tried to do the real thing. So no, the I'm just thinking th-
0: day- think you turn on the History Channel, which i don't know what they show now but there was a point where it was like all world war ii documentaries and technically you're getting a whole lot of snuff films there but that's okay that's yeah just sorry that's just a weird thought to think about
1: no no it's true though but that, that's the way that book is man killing for culture that's the name of the book killing for culture um it is by creation books they they have a lot of really great ones but um,
0: Listen, since you jump back three minutes, I'm just going to say that I was sitting there while you were go- on something thinking about recasting a uh, Brewster McCloud as like a safety flying video. That'd be cool. How to fly
1: safely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and cut to footage of Bud Court dead and Harold and Maugh. Yeah, that'd be cool. He <laughs> played Brewster McCloud.
0: <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. But yeah, this, no, is, this I, is a
1: I, non-linear podcast today. That's, that's fine. We can go on tangents. It's a sure show. I I, I think final word is, yeah, this is a precursor to Faces of Death. The intent was different, but it is worse. Uh, and um, yeah, <laughs> there should be like, are you sure you want to see this <laughs> before you... Please. I don't know what's the official word. Well, yeah, Faces, just, the, again...
0: This was meant to traumatize people in a driver's ed classroom where, um, you know, Faces of Death was supposed to play at like a sausage party of a bunch of mouth breathers.
1: Right. I mean, it was marketed toward horror fans. I mean, look at those covers, you know, it's like the snake and the grim reaper. It looked like some, something you'd see on the side of a van or an airbrushed t-shirt. It, uh, it was, it was, you know, it was marketed toward the era of, of gore. Effects this, in and horror.
0: This, this one's clearly marketed to. So you have a DUI now.
1: <laughs> yeah, watch no. this.
0: I, I don't. Know, you probably you probably deserve to watch this if you have a DUI. Anyway.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say you. Um, the idea is scared straight. Yeah, it's the best I can do. Is is say that it was meant to shake people up. And as the casual viewer who um just was watching this for a podcast, got to say, this kicked my ass. <laughs> I don't deserve to be watching this. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, why did I do this? I was really like, I don't regret it because I enjoy this discussion. And I think people who are curious about these things want to hear what's in it? What do they show? Dead people, man, in cars, dead. There's a child I think shown dead. It was it was rough. It really was.
0: I only drive like one day a week. I have the law of averages in my favor.
1: <laughs> I always had the same feeling when I've gone on like a long day trip or whatever and I come back and I'm finally about to go to sleep and I think, wow, I could have easily died. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just think that I'm like, man, I was really on a lot of highways. I could have bit it at any time. <laughs> I feel like
0: anyway, I feel like I just heard you, you plug your stuff, but
1: now that was a different podcast. So you should do that again. Yeah. Okay. So um, we have, in the past, done a lot of fake gore, some head smashes, uh, some heart rips, things like that. But I think my most the best special effect we've done uh, in Gonzarific movies is the vampire that bites the person's ass because they're getting a lap dance. And then the person that did the, the perform the lap dance, their ass turns into a vampire. That was one of our, our best effects. Um, that one's in, in a movie called Lap Dance at the Gates of Hell. That can be found on a compilation called. Uh, which mixtape is that on?
0: What's the name uh, of it? Uh, it,
1: it? It might. Yeah, go to gonzorific. dot G o n z o r i f f i c. Um, it's on one of the mix. The mixtapes.
0: Whereas, uh, and and the Gonzorific promise: we do not get up at three a. M. to
1: film car crashes. Shit! No, absolutely not. You and I were in a car crash in one of the movies, but it was super fake.
0: The car wasn't even moving.
1: (laughs) No, we got attacked by dolls.
0: That's fun. This one um, is Oral Hygiene Pod at Facebook, Twitter, and um, I made some clicking noises. Uh, I got some new music. That's at rovingsagemedia.bandcamp.com, and that's what I'm going to throw in your direction today so all right apparently really? as since i don't edit these we already know but i i gotta go to the denta to get my teeth cleaned
1: well yeah i hope you don't end up seeing corbin Burnson.
0: oh you don't japanese sorry the people don't know this japanese um dentist visits you have to go like three or four times. The first time they check your teeth. The second time you go a week later. Then they clean like your bottom teeth, and then you go like a week later, and then they clean your top teeth, and then you go like one more time for some reason. But I usually forget about that one. And don't go. It's like I a mean, month-long process of going to the dentist. I would
1: give you more time to get you the money together for a dental visit. Well,
0: the, it's up. like it's like five bucks each time. It's because okay. It's
1: well, my. Like, my my cleanings are free but i just mean like you know for dental stuff that would actually make more sense to spread them out to get the bread together
0: yeah well that's what they do (laughs) okay off off to the dentist then keep it real did you advance the film strip are you on the final page well done